Welcome to the Cosmic Mystic Podcast, the space for healers, coaches, and conscious leaders on a mission to elevate collective consciousness. I'm your host, Danny C. Muniz, a former Catholic disciple turned eclectic witch, guiding you through the realms of astrology, spirituality, and the quest to escape the matrix. It's time to unleash the mystic within. Let the transformation begin. Welcome back. We are talking today all about the lovely, the amazing, the beautiful energy of Capricorn. It is Capricorn season, my friend, and we are going to dive in today to all the things Capricorn, Capricorn season, and what we can do in our personal growth and our personal development in our business as a conscious leader. So let's dive in. As always, we start each episode with a check-in. So my friend, I'm going to ask three questions. I'm going to go ahead and take take a minute to answer them, but I want you to also tell me what is going on with you where are you at? Let's do our check-in. You can find the place to do your check-in over on Instagram. If you go to Cosmic Mystic Podcast over on Instagram, you'll see a post that says check-in. So I want to hear your check-in. So we have a new question this week um, because we are in a new season. And so our first two questions are always do the same. But our third question changes. And it just depends on the season. And so we're gonna, we're gonna see, we're gonna reveal <laughs> that um, question in just a bit. So let's first do how are you feeling, my friend? How are you feeling? If you can take a minute, take a moment to just close your eyes and check in with your body check in with you. How are you feeling? Mm, I am feeling a little tired. Also a little mm, excited. I had a really, really great week and there's so many opportunities and possibilities that are coming through right now that are feeling really, really good. And I like it. (laughs) And I'm also feeling this, um, you know, energy of it's been a long week. (laughs) It's been a long week. And so uh, it's been a full week. It's been a really fabulous week, but it's been a really full week. And so I'm before I go and relax for a bit and take some time off, I decided like, all right, let me record. Let me record the let me record, get my words straight, record the podcast. So I am feeling a little tired, but I'm also feeling this really like hopeful, optimistic, really excited about possibilities that are, that are coming through right now. And then we see our second question is, what are you celebrating? So I am celebrating, what am I celebrating? (laughs) I didn't think about this. I should have thought about this before I popped on. What am I celebrating? I am celebrating 
the completion of the reset and realign retreat. I am, I'm feeling really good. And I think that's a little bit of why I'm optimistic and hopeful and also why I'm tired. <laughs> but there's, um, we just wrapped up, um, just a couple of hours ago, wrapped up the last day of the reset and realign retreat, which take a note right now, that retreat will be in person next year. I'm looking to have it out here in Texas. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But um, next year, that retreat will be in person. I'm going to bring it back. I used to do this in person, and I loved, 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 loved doing it in person. And I want to bring it back. So we just wrapped that up. So I'm celebrating that we are done. We are done. Uh, we did our last piece today, which was goal setting. Um, and, you know, I didn't, I don't take the normal route. <laughs> I don't take the normal route on anything, but I didn't take the normal route um, in goal setting. Um, There's a lot of exploration and a lot of looking at how to align with our goals. So um, that is available for um, replay purchase. So if you are interested in going through the process of resetting and realigning, we do a vision board in there. We also do um, some visioning, some goal setting, as you just heard me say, and uh, a lot more reflection on the past year. So if you are interested in that, um, reach out, DM me, and I'll send you a link to, uh, to purchase the replays for that. All right, so the new question of the Capricorn season. Now there's two here that we're going to play with, and it's the same it's the same idea, but it's it's going to be worded slightly different. <laughs> so the first one is either, you can answer either one of these, okay? And that is, how did you achieve mastery? How did you achieve mastery this week? So like, what were you masterful in, right? What were you masterful in? Or the second way that you can look at this is, uh, what did you notice about being in mastery energy? So what did you notice about being in mastery energy? And so that second one leaves us kind of open to, well, I wasn't really in mastery energy, Danny. <laughs> or it was, I was like, in mastery energy that I actually didn't do something. Meaning like I was trying to be the master of something or I felt I needed to be the master of something. And because of that, I, you know, didn't do anything. I slipped up, right? So it could be that as well. So you can pick either one of those. How did you become the master or what were you masterful in this week? And then if not, you can also answer the question around, um, you know, how did you, um, you know, what was the, what was the energy around mastery? So I'm going to go with the first question and, um, how did I show up in mastery? So there's, there was, um, two situations this week where I really felt like I showed up in mastery. And the first one was I spoke at a local networking event here, uh, locally where I live. And, uh, I was talking about, uh, manifestation beyond mindset was the name of the talk. And I felt like at the end of that talk, I just felt so 
like I felt really masterful. <laughs> I felt like, cause it mean, it's a topic. I mean, I can talk about that idea, right? I can talk about the elements of all of those. Like I could talk about each element of everything that I talked about. I could have its, they could have its own presentation. Like I love, love, love talking about, um, manifestation and looking at it from different levels and ideas and definitely bringing in universal law. And so there was a lot of things that came through that, that was, I just felt really like at the end, I was like, Oh, and I even told my love, I was like, man, like I felt really good after that talk. Like it just was, it was easy. It was comfortable. I felt really good about it. Um, the group seemed to resonate with it and enjoy it. So, yeah, I had that really like really good feeling of master master being in mastery. And then um, earlier today when I was doing the retreat and talking about, you know, I don't I don't you know, like I said, I don't like you all know how to set goals. <laughs> you know how to set a goal, you know how to pick a goal and you know how to set it. You know how to create a plan of action. If anything, I can give you space. I can create a container for you to do that in but you know how to do that. I don't need to tell you how to do that. So I didn't focus on that. (laughs) I focused on the energetic alignment to becoming, right? uh, The person who is achieving those goals, the person who is taking those actions and allowing yourself to step into possibility, which is why (laughs) my energy is very much in possibility still. So I think I did a pretty good masterful job at doing that. So that'd be the way that I stepped into mastery this past week. And you'll hear why I'm using that question in just a second as we dive into Capricorn season. But this is our question questions <laughs> for Capricorn season. Okay, so let's talk about, let's transition. First off, before I start talking to Capricorn about Capricorn, I want to tell you, my friend, that... I have heard a few people have like mentioned to me like, oh, there's something really big happening this year in astrology. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there is. And they're like, yeah, it's happening in January. And like all the astrologers are freaking out about it. I'm like, what? (laughs) My friend, I don't follow tropical astrology. I follow sidereal astrology. Um, Tropical astrology is based on seasons. So I'm not going to get into the full breakdown of of why of tropical versus sidereal but just know that here in the west we follow tropical astrology which is based on the seasons so we have very fixed dates right if your birthday is between this date and that date that is your um sign your sun sign and trust me growing up i mean that's what i knew that's what i thought i didn't realize there was other ways to look at this or other practices that people had and it wasn't until i started studying astrology that i actually learned about sidereal astrology and sidereal astrology is actually from the east um it's what you would call i'm going to put this in quotations here original um and it is based on what is actually up in the sky. My friend, my my love will always, <laughs> always says, like, just look up in the sky, right? Just look up in the sky. <laughs> it reminds me of um, that song, <laughs> like, look up to the sky and see. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? I'm just a poor boy. Okay, enough of that. 
that, right, just look up in the sky and you will see. And that's what sidereal astrology does. We just we look up in the sky and we're like, oh, this is what's happening. Um, there's reasons, right? There's reasons for why we in the West chose to look at it from the seasonal standpoint, these fixed dates. Um, there was a reason right, why we chose that. And there's also a reason why, you know, we originally did it this way. Not that one way is better or not. They're just different ways of looking at our sky. And so because of that, um, I choose to look at sidereal. So I don't really look at tropical. I never look at a tropical chart. Um, I am, I just, I'm not in tune with the energies of tropical at all. I follow sidereal. So in tropical astrology, what I was like, okay, what are people talking about? So I went and I was like looking like, okay, what's going on? And uh, they're talking about, first off, the conjunction of the sun and Pluto, which I did talk about in our sidereal astrology forecast this past um, week. So you can check that out. I think it was our last episode. You can check that out. And I talked, I did talk about that. And because that is happening. <laughs> that is true. However, they are also talking about how Pluto is moving into a new zodiac sign. Now, Pluto takes like 240 years, like almost 240 years to go um, through a sign. So we only see, if we're lucky, <laughs> we might see Pluto change signs. So in tropical, right? That's a huge thing. This is a huge, huge, huge thing for Pluto to be changing signs because Pluto is, um, it's one of our outer planets. And so it affects more on a global, right? More of a global, a collective energy. So it changing signs, just like Saturn and Jupiter, Uranus, any of those, when they, Neptune, when they change signs, like it's pretty big. I mean, we had, um, Saturn changing signs uh, into its home sign, Capricorn, back in 2020. <laughs> so, and we all know what happened then, right? It was like a big, it was a huge thing. Um, and it's funny because although Saturn did change signs, it changed signs in both sidereal and um, uh, tropical, but they changed different into different signs, which is kind of cool. So, we do have um, the tropical friends, our tropical friends are talking about, and so you may hear people talking about Pluto moving into Capricorn, no, moving into Aquarius. So it's moving out of Capricorn into Aquarius. And this is, from from that standpoint, it's that's huge, right? That's huge. And I can see why it's like all a, all a, all a fuss, right? Plus it's conjunct the sun and they're both moving into Aquarius at the same time in tropical. Now, that is, that is a huge thing. And from that standpoint, I absolutely see why there's this fuss. But if we actually look up in the sky, my friend, no offense to my tropical friends, it is not moving. <laughs> it is not changing signs. We are indeed still in um, the energy of Capricorn. <laughs> Pluto is still there. It has not shifted yet because <laughs> we are only at five degrees Pluto. So in sidereal astrology, we are at five degrees Pluto. So Pluto just changed signs. I mean, not just, it's been a while, but it just moved signs. So it's going to be in Capricorn for a whole lot of time, um, according to sidereal astrology. So 
Pluto has not moved. Pluto is still the same. Pluto is still in Capricorn. Still, Pluto is still transforming our bigger structures, as you'll hear me talk about Capricorn. So I just wanted to put that in here really quick right now because it's, uh, I've, I've just been hearing it and I'm like, oh no, that's not right. And I don't want you to, I want you to know, I want you to know the, the, the truth. Now you decide whether you want to follow tro- um, tropical or sidereal. My friend, that is up to you. You have the choice. You have the option. I am not telling you that you need to follow sidereal astrology. All I'm telling you is to look at astrology because <laughs> it has some answers for you. Um, if you want to learn more about sidereal astrology, stay in this world. Keep coming a little bit closer. I'll introduce some. Um, I actually think I'm going to put out a, um, I did it last year. I think I'm probably going to do it again and maybe change it just a bit. Um, but I am going to create a course on, um, or run the course again, I should say, on um, how to read your chart because I think it is so important. And those that, those that want to learn, I'm like, I'm here to teach you, right? But if you do want to learn sidereal astrology, that's the, that's the focus that I will have. So there you go, my friend. Pluto is not changing signs. He is still sticking it out in Capricorn. We do have the conjunction, though, with Pluto and the sun. And that is a big thing, um, because it happens every year. But Every time it does happen, there is a little bit of a tension there, as we talked about. So go check out that uh, last episode where you can hear all about that. Okay, now we can officially talk about Capricorn. (laughs) Sorry, need to get all that out so that we could get here. So Capricorn season this year in sidereal astrology runs from January 14th through February 12th. So we've got these really nice four weeks of um, digging into this Capricorn energy. So all Capricorn season means, for those of you that may not know um, astrology, is it means the sun, our sun, is moving through the part of the sky. And it's not actually moving, but you know what I mean. It's it's illuminating itself (laughs) within the part of the sky that the uh, constellation, the zodiac, Capricorn is. So if we were to look up in the sky, <laughs> take, our, take our telescopes, look at the sky, and you can look at apps. There's so many apps out there that you can, you can actually use to look um, up in the sky. <clears throat> and you can like move it around. It's really quite cool. You can be like, ooh, what, what constellation is that? What star is that? What planet is that? It's really quite cool. So you can do that. If you ever see something in the sky and you're like, it's really bright. What is that? It's probably a planet. <laughs> so you can look and see which planet it is. There, so there, so there, so it's moving through that part of the sky. And so as it's moving through that part of the sky, it's like, it's as if we're, we're reflecting, right? That energy where like the sun is reflecting that energy down here onto earth, um, here, here with us. Right. And so we are, you know, experiencing this energy. Now, whenever the sun is in a particular zodiac sign, the sun is our consciousness. It's what is top of mind. It's what's within the, the thoughts and ideas that are that are really present for us. And so this is why it's important to know, like, where's the sun at? <laughs> where, where, what are we thinking about right now? What are we doing right now? Now, <clears throat> you can go to, you know, you can go to social media and social media will tell you, you can watch the news and the news will tell you, right, what we're supposed to be doing right now. But my friend, my friend, <laughs> 
you have awakened. And so you understand (laughs) that you actually can feel this energy. And so as I start talking about this energy, I want you to just lean in and check in with yourself and see if you've been experiencing this. This was one of the biggest things that I was like, oh my goodness, I have already been sensing this. And I hear that pe- hear people say that all the time when I do readings for them. And they're like, I've really been feeling this. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because this is what, this is what it is. We're, we're feel- we, when we, when we stop, when we slow down and we tune in, it's like, oh, okay. So, okay, Capricorn. Capricorn is what's called an earth energy. Earth energy just means it's really grounded. It's um, very tangible. It's like the, the tangible things in our world. It is a cardinal. Its modality is cardinal, which is uh, initiating, starting, getting things off the ground. It's like that beginner, right? Like, let's get this moving. Let's get this started. Let's Let's get this going type energy. So it's like, this movement energy, it is ruled by the planet Saturn. So Saturn governs the energy of Capricorn. So when you think of Capricorn, you can also think of the elements of the planet Saturn. So Saturn energy and Capricorn energy, very, very similar, right? They, they have this energy, um, related and every, every, um, Zodiac has a planet, every planet has a zodiacs and so and some uh zod- some planets have multiple zodiacs <laughs> so we're just we'll just leave it plain and simple but it is ruled by saturn so that energy is very simple uh to kind of understand from that standpoint capricorn does rule over the area of our lives that we are known for professionally so it actually is the part of our of our chart which is the 10th house and it is what we are kind of what we're known for. It's in that more professional persona. So this might be within work, within business, like how are you, how you show up, how what you bring to the table, like what your strength is, maybe what your career is, although there's a lot of other things that we would look at for a career. And as we continue on, my friend, on this journey, you will know that you are so much more than your sun sign. You are so much more than your sun sign because there's so much, right? I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Gemini. Great. There's so much more. (laughs) So this energy is about planning, organizing, strategizing, setting goals, being responsible, discipline, mastery, limitations, and boundaries. (laughs) This is where we build the plan of action. This is where we set goals. This energy Capricorn loves to take out its planner and start planning. Like, okay, what are we going to do? what's our goal? What is our plan of action? It understands like I need to do the work now because I'm going to receive the reward later. It is delayed gratification. Is its name? Is its game? It's like, okay, let me put in the hard work. 
Let me be disciplined. Let me be responsible. I'm, I know that I have to be at work at 8 a.m. tomorrow, so I'm not going to stay out really late or stay up late. I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to get a good night's sleep so I can be ready and prepared. That is Capricorn. <laughs> Capricorn knows that it needs to be disciplined and responsible, that it's, it's going to plan it out. I'm somebody, I'm a Capricorn rising, so I really, really understand this energy. And when, like when there's things to be done, it's so funny. My, my love is like complete opposite of me. He's, I live in the masculine. Capricorn's very masculine energy. So I live in the masculine energy of planning and strategizing and preparing and organizing. And he's flowing along the day the time, the week, whatever it might be. He's just flowing along. Okay, sure, we can do that. Like he's very flowy. And so when, on, on, on the weekends, right, if he's working or if I'm working, like I, I'm, I'm usually like, okay, what is our plan for the weekend? And he's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what do you have on your agenda? What do you need to get done? Like, are you working today? Are we like, what are we doing? Like, right, we've got these things to do. So I'm going to work till this time and then we can go. How does that sound? And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that works. Okay. <laughs> like, like I am very much like, let's get these organized. Let's get these planned. I'm the one that makes the, makes the plans, right? Like I, I'm, and I love it. I love it. I'm the one that does that. And I love it because I'm like, I, I can live in the flowy, I don't like it, but I can live in it. I can try it on. Like he's really helped me become more flowy as it relates to like that kind of thing. Um, but this is, this is, it's, it's interesting because we've just moved. Like I want you to think about this. We just moved from Sagittarius season, which is all about adventure and visioning and exploring and expanding our capacity, expanding our knowledge, expanding our awareness. And then we hit Capricorn season and it's like, okay, we've got all this stuff. We've did all this visioning and now it's time to create our plan. Now it's time to get things in order. So as we saw at the beginning of the year, we were very much in that visionary stage, which is why, right? I had, you have the episode, you can go back and listen where I talked about don't set goals yet. <laughs> go listen to that. If you have not, it's a great episode talking about don't, don't set goals yet because we were in Sagittarius energy. Now we've moved into Capricorn and Capricorn's like, okay, let's get responsible. Let's adult. Oh, I hate that word, but let's adult, right? Let's be the adult here. I often call um, this energy like the dad energy. I'll say daddy Saturn. You'll hear me say daddy Saturn is doing this. Um, and, and that's what it is. It's like, you know, I used to watch um, Leave it to Beaver as a kid. So dating myself here. So Ward Cleaver, right? It was like, wait till your dad gets home, right? She would always tell the beef, like, wait till your dad gets home. And then dad would get home. Here comes Ward Cleaver and like, getting everything in line. What did you do, son? Right? Like getting things in line. This is the energy of Capricorn. So this season invites us to sit down and create a plan and get organized. This is the time to pull out your planners, to pull out those big calendars for the year and start planning, start planning things out. So I'm going to put a little note right here for my business owners 
this is where you set your goals. <laughs> this is where you set your goals for the year. This is where you think about what workshops you want to have, what events you want to do, what programs you want to launch, when you want to launch them, um, how much you want to grow in a certain um, area of your business, what your revenue is going to be, what you want this year, how you're going to achieve that revenue. This is all the details, my friend. <laughs> And then this is where we also get organized, right? This is where we start to put that information in some type of planner, whether that's a physical planner, a digital planner. I'm a Notion girl, so I have like a Notion system that I purchased off of uh, an Etsy or it was a YouTube, it was a YouTube account that had um, it up on Etsy. Like I have, you know, all the things. Plus I'm currently reading the 12 week year. Oh my goodness. Changing my perspective so much around, uh, goals and this type of energy. And so I do also am planning out a 12 week, um, year for myself. So, um, actually just did that with Sandra, who is coming on the podcast super, super soon. Can't wait for you guys to meet her. We are recording our uh, interview very soon and I can't wait for you to meet her. We are co-creating a couple of different things together and I can't wait for you to meet her. But we just did a 12 week year plan because we have, we have a retreat coming. Okay, I can say it. We do have a retreat coming um, that we are co-creating together in April this year. And so we figured out like for the next 12 weeks, what are we going to do to prepare and plan and um, get everybody in on this retreat? So we just literally did that just this last week. <clears throat> okay, so the season invites us to get organized. Now, here's the other thing that this season invites in, which we've had the Pluto energy as well. So it has just been, and then we had the moon in Capricorn. So it was just this past week. If you were feeling like really down on yourself, if you were feeling like, oh man, either like depressed, shamed, you felt maybe guilt or like you were really aware of like your belief in self or should I say a lack thereof, man, this week was hit, this week hit hard with that. But that is also Capricorn energy. That's what tends to happen. We tend to notice and all it's doing, I don't want you to think of this as like a bad thing because you will find with me, I do not see things as good or bad. Things are, are, they just are, they just exist. They, they don't have any negative or positive on them. They just are. Now our perception, the meaning that we give them, that is where they become for us good or bad, but they don't have like it. My cup of water is not good or bad. It's just water. Now I might have some perception. I might have some, I might make this cup of water mean something. I mean, if I drink this, it means I'm good. Right? Or if I, if I drink this, then I am bad. I, you know, like however you want to view that, but it's not good or bad. It just is. So it helps us notice our limitations, notice our box, Notice the boundaries, the, the prison that we have placed ourselves in so that we know it, we see it, and we can push past it, push through it, go beyond it. Because if we don't know that we are in a self-imposed prison, 
How do we know that we need to get out? How do we know that there's something else? <laughs> we have to recognize where we are. And that's, that's what it was, right? Noticing where we are. So we can work towards our mastery. I might not know everything there is about astrology. I might not. I might not. Now, I am working to become a master. I don't have as many years as maybe some other astrologers out there. Does that mean that I don't have value? Does that mean that I don't understand things? No, because I have a certain way that I look at astrology. They have a certain way that they look at astrology based on their experience. But I am working towards mastery. So I know my limitations. I know that there's some things that like, ooh, that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone. And I know, I know that and know that I'm also working towards learning that. I can't learn something unless I learn that I don't, right? I only know what I know until I don't. And then I learn. (laughs) I want you to think about that. You know something. And then for whatever reason, somebody says something and you're like, oh, I didn't know that. And now you're like, oh my goodness, my energy, my idea, my perspective around that has now changed. And you're like, okay, maybe earlier in this, in this episode, maybe you heard me say that you are more than your sun sign and you're like, wait, there's more. (laughs) Maybe I just expanded your perspective on that. You don't know what you don't know until you do. So my friend, we are working towards mastery. So Capricorn season is just here to identify, okay, I don't know this. I didn't know this. Here's my limitation. Here's my box. Great. Now what am I going to do with it? Now, when we get to Aquarius season, (laughs) hello, February, when we get into February, uh, middle of February, when the sun moves out of Capricorn and into Aquarius, now it's time to push past that box, might even decorate it a bit, (laughs) try something completely different. But until now, until then, for now, let's say, it's time to create our plan, to get organized, and to notice our limitations. So I have some journal prompts. I have some things for you to explore this season. Now, I'm going to say journal prompts, but let me let me just say this, my friend. You can use these in meditation. You can use these in journaling. You can use these for your oracle, oracle card pools. You can use these in your tarot card pools. You can um, sit with um, some crystals or work with some plant medicine and ask these questions as well. You can talk to your friends about this. You can talk to your coworkers. I mean, you can use this in any way that you choose. My my suggestion would be to answer these questions. And I will make sure that these are in the, um, the show notes for you. And I will also put them over on our... Instagram so you can you can see them as well but here's there's five questions five questions number one where do I have mastery where do I have 
mastery. Number two, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to be known for? Number three, what are my limitations? What are my limitations? Number four, what do I need to feel stable or secure? What do I need to feel stable or secure? Number five, what area or areas of life am I focusing on right now? What area or areas of life am I focusing on right now? Now, you are going to want to explore these more. So, you might ask the question. Let me give you an example here. You might ask yourself that question. Where do I have mastery? Great question to ask. You might even now ask that question. Where do I have mastery in my health? Where do I have mastery in my business? Where do I have mastery in relationships? Where do I have mastery in my spirituality? Where do I have mastery? Do you see? <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? You can break this down even further and look at the different areas of life. So you can look like at a will of life um, chart. You can Google will of life and you'll see tons of examples, um, anywhere from like six areas to like 12 different areas. Um, I, I oftentimes use the, um, natal chart <laughs> as a guide for me. Uh, like where do I have mastery in communication? Where do I have, um, mastery in, uh, transformation? Where do I have mastery with money? Right. So you can, you can do that as well. Um, and then when you receive those responses, let's say I have mastery in communication um, when I'm on video. And that has taken me, let me just say a bit, but mastery in video. So I can easily pop on to, you know, go live or record a YouTube video. Like I don't have a problem doing that. It's, I'm super, it's super easy. People often compliment me on like, dang, how did you do that? Right? Like you're, you're just, you just have it. And that I'm, I'm masterful in that. So I can dive deeper and say, I can look at that deeper and say, why do I have that mastery? What caused me to create that mastery or what belief drove me or drives me to have that mastery, to feel that confident? I can dive deeper, right? If we're talking about the question around limitations, why do I have that limitation? Or what belief do I need to have to shift out of that limitation? So you can take this deeper, my friend, okay? And I want you to. I want you to dive deeper into these questions and really understand, you know, what are these ideas and what they are for you, like feeling stable. What do I need to feel stable and secure in my relationship? What do I need to feel stable and secure with money? What do I need to feel stable and secure in my emotional well-being, right? Like there's, there's all of the, you could dive so much deeper. So I gave you five questions, but there's a bunch of questions in there. <laughs> Have fun exploring. <laughs> That's why I say explore because you can really explore those questions. Okay. So there are some, um, plant medicine that I would recommend working with this season. Now, whether these are, I think most, almost all of these, I'm going to talk about four, but 
four, three of these, you can definitely get in like a an essential oil form. Form so you can you can use it that way. Um, one of these you actually I don't think you can. I don't think I've ever seen it as an essential oil. Um, you could make your own oil, I guess, out of this. Um, but uh, you know you can. I'm gonna give you a way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share these four different um, plant medicines. And I'm going to also share uh, just a way that you can use these, um, these, med these plant medicines. And then I also want to give you a ritual that you can do. And I am going to say that these are all in the monthly zodiacal um, guidebook. So every single season, I put out a guidebook um, that, you can, um, that you can get. And it has all the information about that current um, season. So for this season, it'll, it's all about Capricorn. And it's all about Capricorn season. So it tells you some um, things that are happening astrologically this season. And then it also gives you some journal prompts um, that you could use every single week. And it gives you an affirmation to go with that, as well as a ritual. And so I'll talk about the ritual really quick here in, in on the podcast, but you can get like all the details on that inside that guidebook. So I just want to give you that. And those will be in the show notes as well. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is Cyprus. So Cyprus is a masculine energy, and it is ruled by the planet Saturn, um, which is why we're, we're working with it, right? Because we Saturn rules Capricorn. Um, this is though the water element. So this brings more flow into that earth element that Capricorn has, right? So this is really good for consecrating ritual tools. So if you are, you know, you're cleansing your altar with um, like some cypress and so you can like put some cypress um so uh, the way i like to do it is i'll take like moon water or i'll take um rain water and especially if there's been lightning and i'll use that as like the base for cleaning products that i use and so i'll add like the essential oil um in into the water and I will like use that as um, a way to clean my altar, right? Like I'll put it in a spray bottle and just clean my altar off with it. Or I will um, like have a little bit in a jar and I'll just put it on the rag and just kind of wipe it down. Um, if there's certain tools, I might, um, you know, put them in the water, submerge them in the water, depending on what it is. But it's a really good um energy for consecrating, clearing, cleaning your, your ritual tools. Cypress is also a really good, um, uh, plant to work with for moving energy. So I like to use Cypress, um, different places, but my number one is either in the inside wrist creases or, um, just kind of like down, uh, down the inside of my arm, I know there's an acupressure point. Um, I can't think of what it is, but, but I usually just take it and I just kind of put it down the center of my inside from my wrist to about maybe like five, six inches down. And I'll just kind of like take a drop and just kind of put it down 
uh, there. And it's just kind of like to work with that meridian and just to kind of move energy. I find that that's a really good place for me, but you can put it like in your solar plexus, right? Any of your chakras, um, you can put it on the bottoms of your feet and you can look up really good places, uh, to put the oil. But, um, those are the places that I, I would, I would recommend. Um, the next one is I, okay. This, I see it this way, but it's a potato, potato thing. I think people say it differently. I call it mullein. M-U-L-L-E-I-N, Mullion. And so this is another masculine um, energy. It's also, again, ruled by Saturn. This, this one is the fire element, though. So I use this one for protection. I use this one for courage. Um, you can use this, like you can burn this like you do... Um, your sage or Palo Santo, you can, you can use it for that. So I have a sage and mullion, um, uh, stick that I will use like after I've worked with a client, um, inside my home. Like sometimes I have clients come to my home, I have like a healing room. And so I will cleanse that room, right. With the mullion, or if I'm feeling an extra, like an, I need it like an extra boost. I will either use dragon's blood or I'll use the mullion. So you can use um, that as well to, if you don't want to use sage or you don't have sage, you can use that. Uh, you can burn it in like a bowl and a loose leaf idea. Um, you can also use it in a bath, in like a cleansing bath. So you can brew like a tea of the mullion and you can use pour that tea into your bath water and you can use that as part of a cleansing as well so if you're wanting to clear or you're wanting to add some protection you can you can use that as well so that's, that's another really good one you can also again add any of the essential oils i'm talking about into that bath that as well and create a really nice um uh, bath cleansing bath and purifying bath and you know uh, uplifting bath as well because we're going to talk about one that's really uplifting in a second all right the next one is patchouli oh i love patchouli you either like love or hate patchouli i love patchouli patchouli is a feminine energy it is also ruled by saturn but this one is an earth element so this is this one really resonates with that capricorn energy of earth it is often um I like it for this particular, for um, Capricorn, because they often say it's like an aphrodisiac. And so it's like, has this magnetic, like attraction type energy. And so it's like attracting the, um, the things, the places, the people, the opportunities of whatever my goals are. And so I really like to work with this energy, especially as we're like moving into, um, you know, February. It's like if I want whatever it is that I want to attract in, it's like that magnet that's attracting money and prosperity and the opportunities for me to achieve my goal. So I love to work with patchouli. My favorite way to work with patchouli is putting it on the bottoms of my feet. It really helps me like really come into my body. And so I often recommend patchouli to um, more of the earth, I'm sorry, the air and fire um, zodiac signs. So if you're, if you've got either a dominant air, um, energy or a dominant fire energy, or you've got, um, 
in air, like your moon, your sun, or your rising sign is in an air sign, I often will will recommend patchouli because patchouli really helps you like come into the body. So if you are struggling with sensing or being out of tune with the body, patchouli is really, really, really good to work with for that. And as well as now, you know, an, uh, an aphrodisiac. <laughs> All right. So wild orange is the last one. And I, okay, so wild orange, it is categorized as a masculine energy. I, I don't know. When I work with it, I feel like it is more feminine. But I mean, you know, mm, you, f- you, you fill it out and see what you think. But I feel like wild oranges, I don't know, it just feels really, it does feel really feminine to me. So um, wild orange is ruled by the sun. It is also an earth element and it is really, really good <laughs> at doing incremental upgrades. And I learned this from, um, she's a, she's a beautiful um, acupre- acupuncturist. Um, who works with essential oils. Her name is Desiree DeLune. She's absolutely amazing. She has a number of books out um, and she's got wonderful programs. I absolutely love her, but she has this book um, and inside, you know, she talks about the different essential oils and kind of like their characteristics and she uses Chinese medicine. So she talks about, you know, them from that kind of standpoint. It's, it's a really great book. If you're into essential oils, I'd highly recommend it. But there is this, this wild orange is this idea of making incremental upgrades. And I love using it for Capricorn season because we are setting our goals. We are setting our plan and we don't want to, you know, we're not, we're not cars. We don't go zero to 60, right? We go zero to five, zero to 10, zero to 15. Like we, we incrementally, right? Move up, upgrade. And so wild orange really helps with like making that steady path, right? Which is Capricorn. Capricorn is like that steady, tried and true, steady, steady, steady on, right? So I really love working with wild orange here. And so I might um, use it on the root chakra, especially since Saturn does rule the root chakra, who we're talking about as our planet here, right? For Capricorn. So you can place it on the root chakra. Um, you can, um, I like to add wild orange into my water. I also, um, will use it in, I'll use it in different, um, different places, but I, for, for one, I would recommend using it for Capricorn season on, on the root. Yeah. Um, and then remember, because we are talking about Saturn. So if we are looking at your chakra systems, you can use either crystals or oils or food to work with the root chakra this season. So again, right, root chakra is that stable stability kind of grounding, right, grounding us into the root. And so this is a really, really good time to work with your root chakra as well. Okay, so here's the ritual. We are going to do a creativity ritual. And what I love about this ritual is, first off, it's super easy to do. (laughs) There's not a lot to it, Um, but it really is to help get the creativity flowing. Because as we're setting our goals and we're creating our plans, we want to add the energy of creativity to it, right? It's not, it's not like, like, okay, this is what it is. This is like, 
like very I feel like oh black and white it's like let's put some color in there <laughs> like let's let's add some different shades like let's mix this up and so this creativity ritual you're gonna want like I'd recommend a yellow candle now if you don't have a yellow candle it's absolutely okay you don't have to go out and get one unless you want to it's completely up to you but if you have a white candle fine if you have a different color fine I wouldn't recommend a black candle necessarily but any other color I would say would be fine. So you can use the yellow. Um, green, you can also use green since green is the um, earth color, right? The element of earth. So you can also use green. So yellow, green, if you have a white candle, that's fine as well. Um, usually when we're doing either candle magic or you know rituals just like this, because this is, this is what is considered candle magic. So you can use um, a pillar candle um, or like a taper candle, right? Or if you just have one inside a container, that's absolutely fine as well, my friend. So what you'll want to do is gather the candle, gather any herbs. So you can use the plants that we talked about, the herbs that we talked about, right? Patchouli, mullein, wild orange. Um, and I'm going to say you can also use basil here as well so either a, the essential oil basil or herb you you can use like a dry herb either or um, and then you're going to want to have something that you can carve a symbol in okay so something that you can carve a symbol in and then something to light your candle so a yellow candle your herbs or essential oils something to carve in your um, into your candle with and then something to light your candle Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to carve a symbol or a word for creativity. So you might, if you know how to do sigils, you might create your your sigil or you, you might, um, you, a word maybe that sparks creativity for you or maybe you just write the word creative um, if you are into runes you can use the rune um, kanaz to on your um, on your candle as well you can do one you can do many it's however you want let your creativity soar my friend <laughs> now once you've carved your symbol symbols or words whatever it is onto your candle you're going to want to then um, anoint your candle and so you will want to because we are calling this energy in you'll want to take either the essential oil if you're using the essential oil and I don't put it um, on the very top where your wick is you'll want to start just below uh, like the top of the candle so if you're using like a pillar candle um, or a taper candle you'll want to start just below that and you'll want to just like get the drop of an oil on your fingertips and just kind of like cover the candle the outside of the candle with that oil and then if you are using any dried herbs you can actually run the candle through those dried herbs or or like place them on there if that's easier too to kind of like add that in so if you're using like the wild orange and basil right you can put the essential oil on the candle and then roll it in basil or you know drop basil over it and then you'll want to place it in its holder light your candle and invite the energy of creativity in so you can set sacred space you can um 
you know, sit and meditate with it for a while, or you can just have it burning while you're working, while you're setting your goals, while you are planning or organizing. You can put it on your altar and let it and bring it in here. My friend, it's so simple, <laughs> right? It's just so simple. It's so easy. And you can do it however you choose. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Let me just say, there is no right or wrong way to do this. You get to do it. The intention is is what is most important. All right, my friend, that is it for our episode on Capricorn season. I hope you have enjoyed learning about Capricorn as much as I have lear- uh, enjoyed sharing <laughs> all about it with you. Um, be sure to go do your check-in on Instagram and um, let me know how you're doing and let me know how you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back with a new episode next week. So I look forward to seeing you then. Bye for now.